Welcome to this community-supported and guest-produced edition of the Best of the Left podcast, with clips today from Radio Nation, Le Show, Ring of Fire, and Real Time with Bill Maher. I believe that marriage is a union between a man and a woman. We believe in family values. We believe values are important. And we believe marriage is a fundamental institution of civilization. Yeah, right. That's our president speaking yesterday. We believe in family values. We believe in fundamental institutions of civilization. The GOP is clearly hoping that the New Jersey Supreme Court decision, which amounted, frankly, to not very much, other than acknowledging that gay and straight couples are equally, I don't know what, human? George W. Bush is clearly hoping that this subject will reignite the passion of, well, I don't know who. Who is he thinking this is going to reignite? The people who are having just a teensy, weensy, little hard time getting worked up to support an administration with a record like his on torture, debt, war, poverty, war profiteering, corruption, broken levies. This is going to turn them around? Get them back in the fold? Come on, you don't have to be a genius to see that this isn't about the value of anything except the value to this administration of holding power in Congress. Look, it wasn't even a month ago. October 10th, in fact, in Washington, at the State Department, First Lady Laura Bush was there with Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. They were administering the oath of office to the new U.S. Global AIDS Coordinator, an ambassadorial position. Who were they swearing in? Mark Dibble. He's an out-gay guy, okay? He puts his hand on a Bible held by his domestic partner, Jason Clare. Does anyone blink? They don't. Dibble's parents were there. Claire's mother was there. He became the third openly gay ambassador to this country. Rice called Jason Claire Dibble's partner. Even She even called Jason's mother Dibble's mother-in-law. Slight little legal problem there. But President Bush this week, the stuff he's been churning out about fundamental values and essential institutions of this civilization, it's not about convictions. It's about one thing campaigning. And if you think, or if they think, a whole lot of people are going to get worked up about this, about the administration taking a tough line on marriage equality when they were out there busily protecting child predators in the name of power in Washington, then I think they're dreaming. What kind of civilization does this administration believe in anyway? What is it exactly? Torture doesn't lie outside the fundamental values? But gay marriage does? I've kind of been on the fence around this gay marriage stuff. I'm a feminist, right? So I don't believe, really, that the government should be in the business of sponsoring any kind of relationship. Why do we sponsor one kind over another kind? Why are we in the business of subsidizing certain people's relationships and not others? But you know what? This week I've been through two, one memorial service, and then I visited with a friend who lost her lover of 27 years after a basically 27-year battle with cancer. Two lesbian couples. And in both cases, the first thing that the bereaved partner had to do was prove her relationship to her partner, her dead partner, 
to all those authorities who were responsible with distributing insurance money and deciding whether the partner who's still living is allowed to live in the house she's been living in for 30 years, is allowed to keep any of the property that she's been sharing with her partner for 30 years. Just how much does this person deserve after helping their partner through three decades of struggle against cancer? And why, after all of that, the day after the death, does her first job become proving her relationship to the dead? And I found out that this friend of mine, who died, as I said, after 27 years fighting cancer, would have had coming to her partner if she was heterosexual, Something like $3,000 plus per month in Social Security would have kept her partner who has given up her job for years to look after her in not bad shape for at least a little while. And instead, that partner stands no chance of getting that Social Security. That partner has to fight for the insurance to pay out into which her loved one had been paying her entire life. She has to fight with the courts to keep her house. She has to fight with the courts to keep her status. That's just not right. And you know what? We can fight this state by state by state, but what we're essentially talking about is a fundamental injustice that I think this society will correct over time. And I think this society is correcting over time. And in the meantime, it's hurt the imbalances, the injustice, the discrimination is hurting real people. You could be married for a month and your partner would get your Social Security. This friend of mine was married for 27 years, in effect, and is not going to get one penny. She has to go find a job as well as a place to live, as well as a future for herself. when she couldn't be more brokenhearted. I used to be on the fence about this stuff. I really, you know, marriage, marriage. But you know what? We've got to have equal rights for equal human Americans. since we've done this anyway, uh, just to maybe open the phone line, see what people are thinking out there, see uh, what's on your minds. So uh, let's just see what happens. Uh, what do you think? Line one? Sure. Line one. Hello. You're on the air. Hi, Harry. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Anthony Tony Bellalagua. Tony Bellalagua. Tony Bellalagua. Bellalagua. Sorry, Bellalagua. Bellalagua. Tony Bellalagua. Bellalagua, right. Okay, Tony, welcome, and uh, what's on your mind? Well, Harry, I, I, uh, I know you're, you, you've got a, your eye on the political uh, football and stuff. I'm not a big football fan, if that's what you mean. Uh, oh, 
well, uh, that, that really isn't what I meant. I'm a little nervous. I've oh, been on the radio just, before. You're not on the radio. You're on the phone. <laughs> okay. How am I doing? You're doing great. Great. Just be a little more nervous, though. Harry, my wife and I are involved, and uh, I just wanted to call you and see if we couldn't get a little groundswell going, perhaps. My wife and I, uh, my wife Antoinette and I are... are um... Wait a minute. Your name is Antony. Yeah. And your wife Tony. is... And you're Bellalacqua. and your Lagua, and your wife's name is Antoinette. Antoinette, yeah, Tony. We're both Tonys. Oh, isn't that wild? She's little Tony. I'm big Tony. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Are we on the air now? Yeah, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I just got distracted by the names. Okay. Anywho, um, the, my situation is this, Harry. My wife and I are at the age of we're, we're retirement age. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, pardon me. I said I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, uh, I'm very happy. Oh, good. I worked hard, and uh, I, think I, I think I deserve it. Okay, good. Anywho, uh, I mean, anyhow. Yeah. I'm so used to saying anywho. We used to say it at the office oh. before, I, before I retired. Um, anyway, um, in any event, um, we're involved in a lawsuit now, Harry, uh, where my wife and I are suing a retirement village uh, right here in Muncie. Uh, Wait, you're, you're uh, in Muncie, Indiana? Yes, we are. Oh. We get your show up here on public radio. Good, good for you. Which we love. Good, thank you. And um, everybody on public radio has those voices, like those cute voices. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I digress. Um, we're, we're involved in a lawsuit. You see, you help us out. But we're suing a retirement village here. Well, why are you suing uh, them, Tony? Well, if... it's a it's a gay retirement village, Harry. Yeah. And my and it's it's really uh, it's it's one of those new ones. It's a beautiful, beautiful facility. And my wife and I are are are, are suing to be allowed in. Uh, we're the only, as, I, as far as I know, and as far as Andy Shadowman, our ACLU lawyer, knows, we're the first straight couple to sue a, a gay retirement community, or, or they don't call it, they call it an environment, uh-huh. um, to try to get in. And, and, you know, we don't want to go somewhere where we're not wanted, but we just, we, we just feel that it's just not right, and hey, we're to- trying to get a little uh, attention paid, and that's why I called you. I see. Well, it's it's lucky I picked up the, the phone then. Tony, uh, w- uh, have you visited the, the environment or the community? Oh, my gosh, yeah. We, we're just crazy about it. It's, it's Lake Pride Village. Lake Pride? Uh, it's not completely done yet. They're just working on phase. Uh, well, we got phase one and two, but there, it's Lake Pride Village, and there's no real lake, and they have a cute sign that mm. says... Uh, Lake Pride Village. Uh, there's no lake yet, but there's plenty of pride. <laughs> that is you cute. Know, yeah. It's a cute thing. Yeah. Give me an idea of how much fun it is out there. Yeah. And, uh, and, we're, and we're just trying to get in, uh, long story short. All right. Well, wait a minute. Let's... They don't want us. And yeah. uh, that's interesting, I think. Well, they don't want you to. Reverse uh, homophobia, although that probably wouldn't be right. Yeah. You, you, you are not gay. No, sir. Okay. And your wife, Aunt, little Tony, is not gay either. No, as straight as they come, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be totally honest, and for the sake of complete um, uh, honesty here, uh, many years ago in the Navy, there was one incident. Well, we don't need to know about that. Okay. What, was it a, a fellow sailor? Well, it was a young fellow. Well, there was one can of dull pineapple. All right. We, we, we don't, we don't need No, no, we don't need to go into that. He said, could I have some of that to get your own pineapple? Yeah. You know, long story short. I wind up standing in a shopping bag in the ammunition dump going, who did I think I was? Whatever. But that's many years ago. Right. And, and that really, I just want to, in full disclosure situation. No, I understand. Because that's going to come out in the lawsuit, obviously, if it goes any further. Right. And I don't 
don't know. I'm sure you've had a, a couple of homosexual experiences. I mean, you're gay. I know you're a straight as a, a straight arrow. And, I mean, I'm not you. I just mean you, the editorial you. Yeah. No, I I actually haven't. But uh, so, you, so you. I don't mean you. That's, I mean you even less. Than. Okay, uh, Tony. What is it about the the uh, Lake Pride Village that uh, so attracts you and little Tony? Well, the other uh, uh, straight, to use their quotes, uh, mm -hmm. phrase, uh, retirement villages we looked at were just like black and white compared to this. This place is just... Uh, uh, Technicolor? Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. There's transvestite bingo out there. They have a gay stroke rodeo. Excuse me? Everybody feels included in, you know what I mean? No, I don't. Well, phase, well, phase two, which is sort of the male section. Phase one's the la the, the, the le lesbian gals. Uh -huh. Phase two is the uh, is the gay man section. Yeah, you can tell them apart pretty easily because uh, phase one is uh, pretty much all the driveways are paved over, the yards are paved over. That's the, the, whereas the the gay man section is just flowers and it just looks like uh, you know Holland. Uh huh. So, uh, I was saying that was so darn attractive, apart from it being two miles from our grandkids. Oh. You know, which yeah. is. Uh, no, that, that's a plus. plus for us. Yeah. So, I want to get back to this rodeo you were talking about? Well, they just, they just include everybody. They make their own bread there. Mm. Um, it's just a lot of fun. They have wonderful lectures there. You know, Harry, they had Rita Moreno. Yeah. Came, yeah. And she talked about show business. She, you know, she won the Academy Award for West Side Story. I know. And she brought in George Takiris. Really? A couple of weeks later to lecture to the, to the folks out there, who in turn brought in George Maharis. Wow. So you, yeah. could, so you could finally tell the I difference. I can hear you these because we're not, uh, we, well, I suppose we were there as a visitor, but just the way they put up a fight and a squawk when we, we tried to get in there, it's, it's the most wonderful looking place. Yeah. You know, uh, all the uh, houses are named after uh, heroes of gay history. Mm. George Patton. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. George Patton is gay? I didn't think so either. Yeah. You know, there are some gay people who think everybody's gay, or, yeah. or you know how, th how that well, is? Well, sure, there's some people, who th some Jewish people who think everybody's Jewish. Exactly. Yeah. I thought George Patton was Jewish. I, I had no idea. No. He was a great leader, though. Yeah, he was. And George C. Scott was, man. Oh, what a performance. Jewish. Yeah. Um, we were looking at a house, uh, we were looking at a model, the Raymond Burr, just full of light, mm -hmm. and everything's included, the, you know, your maintenance, everything's covered, the lawn service, and just, you know. Now, does that, have the, the, does, that, does that have the thing that goes up the stairs for you, or do you have to walk the stairs? You say the thing, what do you mean? Hmm? You mean one of those little vacuums that, like, go like a robot? No, like that little, that little uh, elevator that goes up the stairs for you? No, no, no. We're, we're, you know, we, we, I had a hip and knee replacement. I'm as, I'm good to go. Yeah. No, I just meant because it was called the Raymond Burr. I was wondering if it was. Oh, like Ironside. Yeah. Boy, he was good. Yeah. More so, for charity than you know. That's why they, they, uh, they named, uh, this particular street after Raymond I, uh, Burr because. Oh, it's a whole street. It's so much more for Hawaiian youth. Yeah, you know, he lived in Hawaii and did a lot for the Hawaiian youth. Hmm. Uh, By the way, there's a wonderful group of young people that take care of the lake, although the lake isn't completed yet. Hmm. So when you say it's not completed, what's there? So it's just a hole, really. I see. It's going to be great, though. I've seen the, the watercolors. Uh-huh.
Massachusetts has led the way in the human rights issue and civil rights issue, the most important advances in 20 or 30 years on the issue of gay marriage. What's happening now in Massachusetts? There's a pushback now on that issue, right? That's a, that's a very good question, Bobby. Let me say, you know, there's been this debate because the court did it and people said that's undemocratic. But here's the dilemma, and I've been working on civil rights matters, whether it was race or disability or age or any of those issues. And here's the dilemma we have. Whenever we want to do something that deals with some minority that's not being treated well, or women who are not the minority, but we're still being discriminated against, people say, well, you know, that may be okay, but we're afraid of the consequences. And, and people exaggerate the negative consequences. So you're stuck in a kind of chicken and egg situation. And then sometimes a court will decide it. And that's what happened in Massachusetts. And I defend that as democratic in this sense. The court decided it in Massachusetts in 2004, if the citizens of Massachusetts, having experienced same-sex marriage, found it to be disruptive, found it to impinge on their own lives, they had the political will to get rid of it. Instead, we've had two state elections since same-sex marriage was instituted. The supporters of same-sex marriage have overwhelmingly won every contest just about where there was a choice. In other words, in the legislature in 2004, the, the legislators who supported same-sex marriage got reelected. Some people who opposed it were defeated. Similarly, in 2006, people who opposed same-sex marriage tended to be replaced by people who supported. And in our governor's race, a great candidate, Deval Patrick, who explicitly supported same-sex marriage, beat a Republican badly who was opposed to it. So what you've seen in Massachusetts is the public reaction has been, you know what, all these fears that people are telling us, they turned out not to be true. The only reason it looks like pushback is this. We have a governor who is the most opportunistic politician I have ever seen, and I, I really mean that quite literally, Mitt Romney, because he got elected, you remember, he ran against Ted in 94. He was a moderate Republican then that beat him. And then he was a moderate Republican in 2002. And he, and he won, posing as a moderate on the environment, on choice, on gay rights. Now he wants to be the right-wing alternative to John McCain. He thinks John McCain is probably too moderate for the Republicans, even though he's a man who wants to escalate in, in, in Iraq, John McCain. And so Mitt Romney has now, in the most extraordinary degree of unprincipled athleticism I've ever seen among a politician, he's moved to the far right and everything. And he's trying to stir up the opposition to same-sex marriage. He knows that in Massachusetts, he's in the minority, but he doesn't care about Massachusetts anymore. He's running for president in the Republican primary, so he's become the champion of gay bashing, not just being opposed to same-sex marriage, Frankie, but saying really awful things about what it's done, which is simply not true. 
sociologically, he's been running for president by running against Massachusetts. He travels the country deriding Massachusetts and caricaturing and making fun of the state of which he's governor for the benefit of a national audience. And the people of Massachusetts showed that because his hand-picked candidate to become the lieutenant governor, Kerry Healy, and then to succeed him, lost by the biggest majority any Republican. I think he got fewer percentage of the votes than any Republicans gotten in Massachusetts since right. the Civil yeah. War. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the demographics are really firmly on the side of the angels on this issue, right? I mean, because I, you know, I have six kids, and within their generation, there's almost nobody who you can find who's seriously opposed to gay You're right, Bobby. This is one of the things that America is outgrowing. Speaking with Tony Bell, uh, De- Bevilacqua. 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 Who is uh, suing? What did they say to you when you uh, did you uh, just attempt to buy the, the the house on Raymond Burr? Or? Well, we put a bid in. We got accepted. Yeah. And uh, price, I had my name. Price is right. My price. name alone on there because uh, I'm sort of I, I've got a thing. I'm old fashioned where I just my wife's name leaves on much uh-huh. we own. Been married 35 years. Um, and so when they find out they did their due diligence mm-hmm. uh, that we're a heterosexual couple. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm from the school where, you know, prejudice is prejudice. And uh, and uh, we, we, we put up a little bit of a squawk. That's all. Yeah. And they said, just no way? No way. Yeah. Did they did they recommend a, a, a straight retirement community that was comparable, or did they just say, get lost? No, no. I mean, it was just the window came slamming down. Mm. Uh, and my wife is uh, devastated. You know, some of these places, they don't allow kids, and I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But um, um, what was the question? Did they? Uh, did you offer any kind of compromise? Did you, for example, say we won't engage in, in heterosexual sex in the house or something like that as a way of... No, I don't think that's anybody's business. Um, we, uh, I only wish... Yeah, at this point, after 35 years. Yeah, you know, I, I, I see where you're going with that. Uh, so what does your attorney say about your chances? He thinks they're great. Yeah. Uh, we've been, uh, well, this is the, oh, what is it now, about the 18th month that we're uh, trying to get them, just dragging them into court. Mm-hmm. And uh, meanwhile, the, uh, the houses are being sold out from under us. We, we got our deposit back, but we don't want our deposit back. Yeah. We want to just be part of that community. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know what it is, too, Harry? I mean, it's... So many of the straight quotes, retirement communities, 
the people, you know, they don't look good. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas over here at, uh, like, Pride, you know, they, they're trim, which makes you look healthy even if you're not, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know why in this day and age where you can't just kind of grow old where you kind of want to. You yeah. Know? And, and uh, so you feel that... They be- aren't horrified by the aspect of aging. They are. It just seems that they just take uh, better care of themselves and all. And that makes you feel younger. Makes me feel younger mm-hmm. around the gays, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't ache. Hmm. Well, when we take a week because we go, we walk by there, and, we, and I know we're torturing ourselves because yeah. they don't want us there. Yeah. You know, and I and I know how the blacks feel. Really. Yeah. I mean, I'm not comparing uh, all those years of slavery to not being able to get into a uh, gay retirement facility, but but it's enough to go make me go, whoa! I wish I'd been nicer in the '50s. You know. Hmm. Tony, did you see any of the shows that they put on there? Do they put on shows? I mean, do they put on like... Well, they, did, uh, they were doing Fiorello wow. when, when I was there. And we went in, we took that show in, and mm-hmm. the, it's, they just they just take the tables out of the cafeteria and throw some gels up in the lights. And, uh, and uh, it's, you know, it's not a show you think that you, you're that familiar with. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a hit. Well, it ran for a year. Yeah. Tom Bosley was in it. See, that's another thing. Yeah. These are things that, you know, are just so much more interesting than what you would see at a, uh, you'd play see a show at a, at a heterosexual retirement village that you know real well, uh, a Lion King. Mm-hmm. I guess that puts, puts the alternative in the alternative lifestyle. You'll, you, you can get more of a, a, a peek into, um, I want to say failed show business, mm-hmm. any show that ran a year. Yeah. Well, a failure. you know, a year, that's not nothing. No, it's not nothing. And, that, and look, but shows are cheaper to put on then. This is other stuff I, I, I found out just talking to some of the folks yeah. about the show. I mean, if I you... wish I'd seen it all, you know, but I don't like to drive at night. Yeah. I mean, if you had been in that show every night for a year, you'd think that was a long run. I would, but I, if I were an actor to begin with and was in that show for a long time, I'd probably be happy that I had work. Yeah. That's a lot of ifs. That is a lot of ifs. If I were an actor in yeah. the show, then... Yeah. Had run a year. What what uh, line of business did you retire from, Tony? Insurance. Uh, insurance. Mm-hmm. And what uh, life? In- insurance. 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 Tony Bellalacqua on the line. Bellalacqua. Bellalacqua. Lagua. Lagua. What kind of insurance did you sell, Tony? Oh, all life. Mm-hmm. Um, storm, fire, tornado. A lot of tornadoes out here. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Uh, more now. More tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah. I've got. I want to see that Albert Dole movie, the Vice President's movie. Albert Gore. Gore. Yeah. I'm thinking of Dole Pineapple. You're going back there. I am. Yeah. Flashback. Yeah, flashback. So, uh, have you had depositions yet? Uh, what stage is the lawsuit in? Oh, we've been de- deposed several times. Uh huh. Have you been posed at all? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Huh? No, it's just a... So you've been deposed, and the people from the uh, the Lake Pride community have been deposed as well? Yes, and, you know, they got they got deep pockets, mm-hmm. uh, Harry, and they can just drag well, this on. Meanwhile, it's eating away at our, uh, our nest egg. Yeah. And I know we should give it up, but I'm, a, I'm an honorary cuss, and I'm a cantankerous cuss. Wow. And I'm a stubborn cuss. Uh-huh. And um, can't think of any other... Passes that I would, but you know what I'm getting, and yeah, I, I do. think that 
I, I just think right is right, and, and we should be allowed in there. And um, but, I don't think people should be allowed to discriminate. What do you say? Well, I, I'm, I'm a great American. I, I am a great American, but I'm you the ho- I'm the host, and I, I really don't. I'm interested. Want to take sides? I'm interested in your opinion. Yeah, I, I really don't want to. Can I ask you one quick question? Is that a guest host? Could they take sides? A guest host could take guest sides. Okay. Wouldn't be real sides. I will say this. That's a good look, Deep Pockets. You ever have those hot pockets? No, I haven't. But the, just deep pockets seems to me like that's a, that's that's like those cargo pants, right? Um, I don't really follow you. No, you said your the people on the other side had deep pockets. I just meant that they can afford to keep. Oh, I see what you're saying. Till, till I'm sorry. He jumps, you um, know. Yeah. Okay. Till Judy jumps, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. Till you say when's your uncle Charlie Durant? They can, they can keep us out in the, in the court yeah. forever. Meanwhile. Our golden years are, are are in the toilet, really. Well, your golden years are tarnishing and turning to copper. They are. They're tarnishing into a brown thing of despair. And uh, even if we don't ever get in there, Harry, I just think uh, this is this is a protest worth making. I yeah. really do. Okay. Well, you've made it, and uh, I hope your golden years don't oxidize uh, anymore. I hope. Uh, well, I sure I sure appreciate that, especially coming from you. You've given me so much listening to your show. I don't hear it every week. Well. You probably um, probably should. I probably should. Yeah. I'm going to start. Maybe in your retirement you'll have the chance. You'll have more free time, an hour. I'm in it now. Oh, okay. I'm not enjoying it, really. You're not? Well, I, I, I'm just, I, 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 I just got to be in my bonnet about this. All right. Well, Tony, can I give you a piece of advice? And I know you didn't, you didn't call me for that, but don't let the bitterness eat you up. I won't. Don't let anything eat you up, actually. I mean, you want to really remain uneaten. Well put, as I expected from you, Harry. Thanks. Well, you know, very I'm very clever and, and. I'm no Dr. Phil. I'm no Dr. Phil, but I know that. I know that much. Do you know Dr. Phil? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you called Dr. Phil about this? I tried. I couldn't get in, and then that's when I tried you. All right. Well, I appreciate being second on your list. Tony. Well, you're very welcome, Harry. Bellalacqua. Bellalacqua. Tony Bellalacqua and. Lacqua. Bella Lacqua and his wife Lagua and his wife Antoinette. Uh, good luck to you. Thank you, Harry, so so much. And I hope you get into to some retirement place somewhere pretty soon. Well, where are you living now, by the way? I live in a, in a semi-detached house uh, uh, downtown, which I should have bought. I had the opportunity to buy this thirty years ago. Oh my God, you're renting. I am, and okay. the landlords are—they try everything to get us out. Pipe breaks—you you could go, you could rot. Yeah. You couldn't come fix it. But I'm not moving just because they're. Don't do what they're supposed to do. I'm not that. I don't. I don't. I don't put my pants on one leg at a time like that. I just refuse. Hmm. Refuse. You don't put your pants on one leg at a time for nothing. I don't. Yeah. And I'm an ornery cuss, and uh, you're all those other kinds of cusses too. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. All right, Tony. Good luck to you. Thank you. I give my regards to Antoinette Bella Lockwood. Thank you, Harry, so much. Pleasure. And uh, check in with us again. Let us know how the lawsuit's uh, progressing. I will indeed. Thanks. I'll give, I'll give you an update. Should I call you next week? No. Okay. Not not for the next few. Not that soon. Not until after the holidays. Okay. Okay. Have a good holiday. Thanks. Thanks, Tony. Remember you, too. you worship. Thanks. You too. Bye bye. I'd like to help you in your struggles to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. She said it's really not my habit to intrude. And furthermore, 
Republicans? Is that a crime? No, but they she made. Would be if the Republicans had their way. Excuse me. Same intimacy, physical intimacy between people of the same sex was a crime in the state of Texas. Governor George Bush yeah. said it should remain a crime. The United States Supreme Court said no intimacy between consenting adults of the same sex. Should not be a crime. Scalia dissented. He got very angry. Thomas dissented. Rehnquist dissented. My guess is Roberts and Aliota were now on that side. As a matter of fact, if John Paul Stevens, who's 85, leaves the court for some reason, and I hope obviously not, and the uh, George Bush gets to make another appointment, you will get a five-member majority that would reverse that. So, in fact, the Republicans did believe that... Uh, this was a crime. Rick Santorum, a great Republican conservative leader, said when that opinion came out, well, that's like allowing man-on-dog sex. I mean, so the fact is, yes, the Republicans do think it should be a crime, and I think there's a right to privacy, but the right to privacy should not be a right to hypocrisy. And people who want to demonize other people shouldn't then be able to go home and close the door and do it themselves. to privacy, but I'm also right to keep your own money, and but liberals want to... You want to change the subject, Steve. No, you just want to change the subject. You can't stand the fact... You're changing the subject. You're changing the subject. He asked the question... a lot of gays actually subscribe to the Republican philosophy No, that is not true. Steve, you have put more bad thoughts in my head that were never there. I have enough. No, you're not. You keep saying, I think this and I think that. That's the kind of distortion your side has been engaging in for too long. I don't think any of the nonsense you're trying to impute to me. My objective, if people want to say, look, I'm gay, but I think my dignity as a gay man is much less important than uh, being able to make war in Iraq and ignore global warming, good luck to you. Just don't claim that you're doing this to advance gay rights. And don't, if you are going to be yourselves and practicing gay men, then vote for and help candidates who would make what you do illegal. If you want to have an economic view, okay. But the hypocrisy of this, these gay Republicans who make the lives of others, look, you know, there are 15-year-olds in this country today in high school whose lives are being made miserable because they're gay or lesbian. And people who are themselves gay adults who are enjoying positions of power in Washington who advance that kind of abusive society, no, it has nothing to do with their economics. I find that contemptible. And you would agree, at least, that... It's not a slippery slope to man-on-dog sex, as Rick Santorum No, says. look, I don't subscribe to that. As the dog comes in in the morning and starts licking your penis, and then <laughs> the you only decide whether to stop him or not. I don't, I don't know where that... A lot of gays do subscribe to the Republican philosophy of strong defense, limited government, low I taxes. I understand that. And you know what? Most Americans agree with what you said, but they still don't want gay marriage. You know, they don't think that they think that debases the You are the really good at changing the subject. Um, no, but I mean, I mean this is what the gay agenda is about. We weren't talking about gay marriage. What I said specifically was, and you looked as if you were about to disagree, that they don't think it should be a crime. They do. 
Scalia just went into a dither about how dare you not make it a crime for two men to love each other in private. And uh, yeah, I understand that there are gay Republicans. My objection is when they say, oh, this is how we advance gay rights. I do not think that you do that by helping people who demonize you. As for same-sex marriage, I understand there are people who are against it. What we've had in Massachusetts was people were against it. We've had it for two and a half years. And people have now seen that it makes no impact on anybody who hasn't decided to get married and it's over. Today is a very exciting day in the life of the show. As I alluded to at the top, this is the first episode ever produced by someone other than me, which I think is fantastic. It was several months ago I I first uh, mentioned that I, I wouldn't mind having some guest producers come in every once in a while and do some of the the heavy lifting work to, to get this show put together, and I've talked about it uh, you know some since then. But uh, but this is the first one that uh, someone actually took up the call and uh, and got the job done. So it's it's very exciting. And if you don't know how the show gets put together, this is a great opportunity for me to uh, spell it out again. Because frankly, I couldn't be happier with how things are going. Uh, basically, there's uh, a website connected to the the homepage, bestoftheleftpodcast.com. There's a website that's uh, it's a forum put together, a community of, of uh, listeners of the show. And uh, so this episode, just as nearly all episodes, uh, have was put together by um, clips that were provided by listeners of the show and brought to me... Um, you know, by people communicating with each other through that forum, uh, these clips being edited out, sent to me, and then in this case, for the first time ever, those clips were sent to my new friend, uh, whose name I hope I don't butcher, Awesome Inshira, an American living in Spain, who just happens to have a background in radio, is a fan of the show, said he'd be happy to, um, to do some editing work. So those clips were sent to him. He put them together with his uh, own editing techniques and music and however he wanted to do it. Sent it back to me, and the only thing I'm doing with this show is adding my voice at the at the beginning and end. So um, really, uh, my uh, dream is complete, so to speak. You know, from from the very first show I did. If if you're not aware, also uh, the feed only has about 85 episodes in it, uh, probably less than that now, and um, but that's not nearly all. There's about 175 episodes total going all the way back to the very beginning of February 2006, so we're, all, we're almost coming up on uh, one year anniversary. But from the very beginning of the show, I've always dreamt of it being a, a community effort to put together, because a show like this doesn't have anything to do with any one person's talent it, it's it's um it's a best of obviously so um so the way things have come together has been fantastic and i just want to take this opportunity to say now that you know how it works you can get involved 
as well. So just go to bestoftheleftpodcast.com and click the link to uh, join the community, uh, the Best of the Left community. You'll find the forum where people are always just having discussions about this and that. And then there's a whole section dedicated to the Best of the Left contributor project. And that's how uh, clips actually get pulled together and sent in to make the show. So if you're interested, uh, if you have any questions, you can go to the forum and, and read up on it or just send me an email and I will do my best to uh, to fill you in. So, I mean, I tell you, if you don't think we're living in a magical time of this uh, new media revolution, um, you must just be in Iraq or something. Have a good one, everybody. Just a fond farewell to a friend